Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Arrests and a sit-in during pro-abortion demonstrations in New York City Friday after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. New York State is readying for an influx of women seeking abortions from states where abortions are now illegal. Prosecutors are leaving New York City DA's offices in protest of lax criminal laws and new discovery laws. A deadly attack at a gay nightclub in Norway forces cancellation of gay pride events. The gunman's identified but not yet in custody. Sunday's parade in New York City marred by concerns over a U.S. Supreme Court justice hinting at reconsideration of the right to same-sex marriage. Well, what you're hearing there, there were arrests during pro-abortion protests in New York City. Police arresting at least 25 pro-abortion protesters Friday. Thousands of demonstrators took to the streets to protest U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade, the 1973 ruling that legalized abortion. An estimated 17,000 protesters Friday night made their way from Washington Square Park to Midtown around 9 p.m., New York City Mayor Eric Adams spoke out against the Supreme Court's decision after sharing a personal story involving an ex-girlfriend of his getting an abortion when he was only 15 years old. This court is now voting politically and and not judicially. In my view, this decision signals that overturning Roe v. Wade is only the beginning of a long-range plan to dismantle individual rights and roll back social progress in the service of minority rule. A protester allegedly broke a window and poured an unknown liquid on the floor of the Women's National Republican Club. That's on 51st Street in Manhattan, according to photos viewed by the New York Post. Police ended up making several arrests around 11 p.m. as protesters sat down cross-legged in the middle of a crosswalk blocking traffic on 42nd Street and the Avenue of the Americas. Meanwhile, New York is gearing up for women seeking abortions from out of state in the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision on Friday overturning Roe v. Wade. Planned Parenthood of Greater New York, which operates 23 centers throughout the state, is increasing appointments by 20%. In preparation, elected officials last month also announced a host of funding and new measures to welcome out-of-state abortion seekers. State Attorney General Letitia James, for example, promised last month to set aside $50 million to help women seeking abortions from states where abortions are now illegal. Here's the AG on MSNBC. We've established a fund in the state of New York to pay for individuals traveling to New York to seek abortions, for lodging, for daycare. This is a state that respects the right of women to choose. On Friday, after the decision was announced, New York Governor Kathy Hochul declared the state a safe harbor for women 
seeking abortions. Prosecutors are leaving New York City's district attorney's offices in protest of soft on crime criminal justice reforms that one ex-top prosecutor called insanity. New discovery laws are also blamed. 65 assistant DAs, or about 12% of the staff, have resigned so far this year from the Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's office. At the office of Brooklyn DA Eric Gonzalez, 67 of 500 prosecutors, about 13%, have also quit. Here's former ADA Caitlin Nolan on CBS back in April. Not only because of the amount of information that it required, but because ADAs are reliant on other outside organizations. And while that increased the workloads of ADAs, salaries did not increase at the same rate. In the Bronx, 59 prosecutors have walked away since January, January through May. And representatives from the Queens and Staten Island DA's offices did not respond to requests for data. When Bragg took the helm of the Manhattan office back in January, at least nine lawyers quit in the first two weeks, according to the New York Post. A deadly gunfire attack at a gay nightclub in Oslo, the London pub, early Saturday, being investigated as terrorism. The Norwegian Security Service raised its terror alert level to extraordinary its highest level following the attack. The attack left two people dead, more than 20 hurt, according to the AP. The shooting occurred the night before Oslo was set to celebrate its Pride Festival with a parade and other events that were canceled. Here's Christian Hatlow of the Norwegian police. The suspect is charged with murder, attempted murder and acts of terrorism. The terror charge is based on the number of wounded and killed, number of crime scenes and our overall assessment that his intention was to spread severe fear among the general population. Norwegian media named the suspect as Zan Nair Matapur, an Oslo resident who arrived in Norway with his family from a Kurdish part of Iran back in the 1990s. The suspect's defense lawyer said his client had not yet talked to investigators. The Norwegian Police Security Service called the attack an extreme act of terror. They said the suspect had a long history of violence and threats, as well as mental health issues, according to the AP. Here in New York City... Thousands of people, many decked in pride colors, lined the parade route through Manhattan Sunday during the 52nd annual Pride Parade. Marchers and attendees braved 90-degree temperatures Sunday. The march took place just two days after one conservative justice on the U.S. Supreme Court signaled in a ruling on abortion that the court should reconsider its 2015 ruling allowing same-sex marriage. Here's reaction from one parade goer. I'm sure what will come next with the other rights that are under attack, they'll come. But we're ready for the fight. We've been fighting for our whole lives just like women have been, and we're ready for it. Your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. An 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms today will hold steady at our current temperature of 74 degrees. Showers should end by mid-evening, then partly cloudy. The low overnight 63, mostly sunny day Tuesday. The high 76 right now, 74 degrees. Cloudy skies ahead of the rain. Abortion laws and restrictions now vary state by state following the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Some states have trigger laws in place that immediately ban abortion, while other states guarantee the right to an abortion due to laws or constitutional amendments. President Joe Biden made it clear how he felt about the ruling. The Supreme Court has made some terrible decisions. 59% of Americans disapprove of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and take away the federal protections of abortion rights. That according to a new CBS News YouGov reaction poll. Among women polled, 67% disapprove. Judge Andrew Napolitano spoke to the 77 WABC Early News. The Supreme Court is 
not intended to be transparent, and it's not intended to be responsive to the will of the people. It's the anti-democratic branch of the government. Its job is to say what the Constitution means and what the federal statutes mean, though the heavens fall. The area around the U.S. Supreme Court building in Washington, D.C. has been packed with throngs of protesters as well as much smaller counter-protests since the Supreme Court's decision. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC of the Bronx, on Sunday accused the Supreme Court's conservative justices of lying under oath and called for impeachments. That after they each suggested during their confirmation hearings that Roe v. Wade is settled precedent. AOC also went after her own party for its weak strategy on fighting Republican efforts to roll back abortion rights. She appeared on Meet the Press. But also what we, what I believe that the president and the Democratic Party needs to come to terms with is that this is not just a crisis of Roe. Mm-hmm. This is a crisis of our democracy. The Supreme Court has dramatically overreached its authority. And she also took aim at her own party, accusing Democrats of failing to step up and protect abortion sooner. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas argued in a concurring opinion released Friday that the U.S. Supreme Court should reconsider its past rulings codifying rights to contraception access, same-sex relationships, and same-sex marriage. The sweeping suggestion from the current court's longest-serving justice came in the concurring opinion he authored in response to revoking Roe v. Wade. Former President Donald Trump voiced his opinion at his Save America rally. Yesterday, the court handed down a victory for the Constitution, a victory for the rule of law, and above all, a victory for life. The court's liberal wing, Justices Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Aliga Kagan echoed those concerns in a dissenting opinion released on Friday. They wrote that no one should be confident that this majority is done with its work. On New York City, not the only major city that is dealing with crime, deadly violence in Chicago. A five-month-old girl was among at least four people killed, 14 others wounded since this past Friday evening, in shootings all across the Windy City. The infant was inside of a car when another car approached, and somebody inside that second car opened fire, fatally striking the infant. Here's the police dispatch audio from that tragedy. At least nine others were wounded by gunfire in Chicago since Friday. At least 47 people were shot in Chicago last weekend, 13 of them in just five hours late Sunday into early Monday. President Joe Biden Saturday signed into law the most significant gun control bill in some three decades. It's called the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. Biden's signing ceremony came one day after the House approved bipartisan gun legislation 234 to 193 after the U.S. Senate okayed it late Thursday. I've been at this work for a long, long time, and I know how hard it is, and I know what it takes to get it done. It was there, I was there 30 years ago, the last time this nation passed meaningful gun safety laws, and I'm here today for the most significant law to be passed since then, since the last 30 years. The bill enhances background checks for gun buyers 21 years of age, provides billions for mental health services, and closes the so-called boyfriend loophole to prevent convicted domestic abusers from purchasing a firearm for five years. In addition, the plan provides $750 million in grants to incentivize states to start crisis intervention programs.
It clarifies the definition of a federally licensed firearms dealer and creates penalties for straw purchases and gun trafficking. 21 people found dead in a South African tavern early Sunday morning, according to officials. The cause of death unknown as of this morning. The South African police service said that they were found dead inside a local tavern in Scenery Park in the area of East London. Here is Becky Sale, South African Minister of Police, talking about the incident. But when you look at their faces, you realize that they're dealing with kids, 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 kids. Uh, You have heard the story that they are young, but when you see them, you realize that is a disaster. Police are still investigating. A medical examiner will determine the cause of death. Police say the dead were up to 20 years old. The youngest victim was 13 years of age, according to South African police. 77 WABC time check at 515. And let's head over to Justin Ellick with a look at sports. Hey, Justin. Hi, Deb. Thank you very much. I am Justin Ellick here with the early news sports update. While nearly being no hit for the second consecutive game, Giancarlo Stanton stepped to the dish in the seventh inning of yesterday's series finale in the Bronx between the Yankees and Astros, sending a piss missile over the center field wall to end the historic hitless drought for the Bombers. More offense followed, with the Yanks still down 3-1, to one, as DJ LeMahieu followed Stanton's blast with a two-run dinger of his own in the bottom half of the eighth to knot things up at three. There things stood until the bottom of the tenth, when our very own pinstriped superhero stepped up with a chance to save the day yet again. The 0-1. That one's drilled deep to left field. Going back, Diaz looking up. See ya! A walk-off three-run home run for Judge. And the Yankees win it. The Yankees go from no hit to no way is this happening again. A dramatic come-from-behind victory. And the Yankees split four with the Astros. That call courtesy of Michael K. and the Yes Network. 6-3 to three is your final from the Bronx as the walk-off hit was judged second in four days against the Astros with their AL East lead still sitting at a very comfortable 11 games. The Yanks will now welcome in the Oakland A's for a three-game set starting tonight at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. Game one will see Jordan Montgomery go up against Oakland's Paul Blackburn. As for the Mets, they took their weekend series over the Marlins with wins on Friday and Saturday but couldn't complete the sweep as they fall on a close one yesterday, 3-2. to two. Deadlocked at two in the ninth. Rookie Marlin Nick Fortes sent a two- Two-out solo shot into the seats to salvage a series finale for Miami. Brandon Nimmo went deep for New York in the fifth frame, but that was really all the offense to speak of for the Mets as they'll get an off day today before getting another look at the aforementioned Astros. Next, that short two-game set kicks off tomorrow night at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. And last but most certainly not least, we have a champion on the ice in the Colorado Avalanche who hoisted the uh, Lord Stanley's Cup last night after a 2-1 win in Game 6 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. A goal and an assist from Nathan McKinnon helped the Avs uh, do what nobody could do the previous two seasons and knocked the two-time defending champion lighting off the top of the Hockey Mountain. This is Colorado's third Stanley Cup in franchise history and first since the 2000-2001 season. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Thanks, Justin. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Bring that in Berlin. 80% chance of rain Today, showers and thunderstorms are high, 74. Showers should end mid-evening, turning partly cloudy, the low 63. And a mostly sunny day to look forward to tomorrow, the high 76. Right now, 73 degrees, cloudy skies. Frank Morano standing by with your business report. 
I'm Frank Moreno with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning after Wall Street closed out Friday solidly higher, turning around three weeks of steady losses. All three major indexes gained ground with the S&P 500 and NASDAQ climbing more than 3% in a broad-based rally. Bank stock, travel shares, and big tech all rose to cap a comeback week at the closing bell. The Dow Jones Industrial gained 823 points. The S&P 500 added 116 points. And the NASDAQ jumped three. 375 points. A new report says housing costs pushed higher by soaring home prices and rising mortgage rates outpaced rental costs in April, making owning a home more expensive on a monthly basis than renting one. The report released this month by John Burns Real Estate Consulting showed that having a mortgage cost $839 more per month than having a lease. A difference nearly $200 higher than at any time in the past two decades. According to the data, just a year ago, the difference between owning and renting was virtually flat. President Joe Biden says the United States and other G7 leading economies will ban imports of gold from Russia, the latest in a series of sanctions against Russia after its invasion of Ukraine. A formal announcement is expected Tuesday as the leaders meet for their annual summit. Senior Biden administration officials said gold is Moscow's second largest export after energy and that banning imports would make it more difficult for Russia to participate in global markets. Used car prices continued their slow decline in May, but some hybrid and electric cars are seeing a big uptick. The top models driving the increase were the Hyundai Sonata Hybrid, Nissan Leaf, Tesla Model C, Toyota Prius Prime, and Toyota Prius. Hatchbacks, wagons, and sedans, which are the lowest price segments, also saw higher than average increases compared to last year, while pickup prices were only up 6.7%. I'm Frank Morano on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. on the other side of Midnight. Thanks, Frank. Looking at futures this morning, the Dow's in the green up 93 points at 31,580. S&P 500 up 16 and one quarter points. The Nasdaq's risen 66 and a quarter points. Gold up $9.50 an ounce at $1,839.80. Crude oil down 47 cents a barrel at $117.15. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. No incidents amid a heavier-than-normal police presence at St. Patrick's Cathedral Saturday, despite protests in other parts of the Big Apple following the overturning of the landmark Roe v. Wade ruling. At least five NYPD vans and SUVs spotted outside the cathedral, as well as at least a dozen officers. Barricades surrounded the church along Madison Avenue, East 50th and East 51st Street, and only the main entrance on 5th was open. Church security refused to let the media inside, even during open mass. Following the abortion ruling, Cardinal Timothy Dolan released a statement that in conjunction with the bishops of New York State saying that the court's decision, just decision, they said, will save countless innocent children simply waiting to be born. Former New York City mayor and 77 WABC host Rudy Giuliani was slapped by a worker at a shop right out on Staten Island on Sunday while campaigning for his son, Andrew Giuliani, who was running for the GOP nod for governor of New York in tomorrow's primary. The 78-year-old Giuliani did not seek medical treatment, but was left shaken. 
Giuliani was campaigning for his son at the grocery store on Veterans Road and was being greeted by a bunch of supporters when he was suddenly hit from behind. An incident caught on surveillance video obtained by the New York Post. Giuliani called into the Curtis Sliwa show Sunday afternoon and talked about the incident. I thought to myself, I might have ordinarily ignored it. I said to myself, I'm going to have this guy arrested because this is going on too damn much. I mean, suppose I was a weaker 78-year-old and I hit the ground, cracked my skull and died. He wouldn't have known the difference. The former federal prosecutor told the Post he felt it was his duty to call the cops, likening the decision to his tough-on-crime policies as mayor. The suspect is a 39-year-old guy from Staten Island. He will be charged with second-degree assault involving a person over the age of 65, according to law enforcement. The man has no prior arrests, according to police. A top police official is warning that the U.S. Supreme Court ruling striking down a century-old New York gun law will cause the amount of firearms in the hands of criminals to skyrocket, turning the Empire State into the Wild East. NYPD Deputy Commissioner John Miller predicted that the number of people allowed to carry guns in New York City will surge due to the high court's ruling overturning a law that restricted the carrying of concealed firearms. Miller appeared on the Cats Roundtable, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. If you go into a situation where there's a lot of restricted locations where you cannot carry your firearms, that people tend to leave those in cars and the cars tend to get broken into and the guns tend to get stolen, which then means legally obtained guns are now turning into illegal guns in the hands of criminals. So the mayor, the police commissioner, and every police officer has a grave concern that putting more guns on the street of New York is not going to come to a good end. The Sullivan Act, dated back to 1913, required New Yorkers to show proper cause that a handgun was needed for self-defense in order to obtain a license to carry it in public. The New York State Rifle and Pistol Association and two upstate men challenged the law, claiming it violated their Second Amendment rights. A violent and deadly weekend in Brooklyn. Four people wounded, including an eight-year-old boy in a scooter shooting in Brooklyn Saturday night, police say. Two men riding on a scooter pulled up around 11.30 p.m. to a large gathering of people in front of the Stuyvesant Garden Houses on Quincy Street in Bed-Stuy and opened fire into the crowd. An eight-year-old boy received a graze to his leg. A 25-year-old male, a 35-year-old female, and a 46-year-old female also shot in their legs. Here's Assistant NYPD Chief Judith Harrison. One of the victims is an eight-year-old child. That eight-year-old child is at Mamamadi's Hospital. He's fighting for his life right now. He really could use your prayers. All four victims were transported to Kings County Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The suspects fled on a green and white scooter in an unknown direction. So far, no arrests. An attempted traffic stop in Brooklyn Saturday night led to one person being killed. Four others hurt one critically. The fleeing vehicle crashed, killing a 67-year-old grandmother leaving her 8-year-old grandson fighting for his life. Two others suffered less serious injuries and a fifth crash victim minor injuries. Mismatched license plates on the suspect's vehicle caused police to attempt to pull the vehicle over before the crash at Macon Street and Ralph Avenue in Bed-Stuy. New York City Mayor Eric Adams visited the crash scene and briefed media alongside police as investigators worked late into the night. New Yorkers don't deserve this. We lost a grandmother tonight. We lost one of my neighbors. One person was still in custody late Saturday. A second was still wanted by police. Charges were pending. It remains unclear if police officers engaged the suspect in a police pursuit. 
A professional booster or shoplifter who racked up her 100th arrest over the weekend, 42-year-old Michelle McKelly, was released without bail again on Sunday following a Thursday arrest. McKelly was busted late Saturday for allegedly pocketing $125 worth of goods from a CVS in Lower Manhattan. She was then freed under the state's soft-on-crime criminal justice reforms. Prosecutors said in Manhattan Criminal Court Sunday that McKelly has failed to appear in court 27 times on her multitude of past arrests and has five other pending cases. Here's McKelly speaking with a New York Post reporter back in February. I mean, will you steal even now that you're out on supervised release? I have to give me an outfit. You have to what? I have to give me an outfit. You have to get a new outfit. I have to get a new outfit. Okay, so you're going to go steal it. So I have to go work. Work is stealing. I don't call it something. I call it professional, professional booster. Manhattan Judge Charlotte Davison agreed that the charges did not qualify for bail under the 2019 state reform and let the woman go. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. An 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms today are high 74. Rain should end by mid-evening around 9 o'clock or so. Partly cloudy, the low 63 overnight. Mostly sunny tomorrow, the high 76. Right now, 73 degrees. Cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Well, you might recognize that sound. The Coney Island Cyclone hit a milestone yesterday, June 26, celebrating 95 years on the New York City boardwalk. On the day of the Cyclone's actual birthday, the first 95 guests in line rode for free once Luna Park opened at 11 a.m. The free rides accompanied by a toast and an eventful cake-cutting ceremony. Luna Park Cyclone originally opened on June 26, 1927. It has since become a staple of both Luna Park and the Big Apple. In 1988, it was named a New York City landmark, and it was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1991. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC. 2024.